When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Hello and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball or code Just Gridiron when you download for a full deposit match. I'm your host, Peter Apple, and we are talking about the 2022 World Series. Welcome to the real October. The World Series begins on Friday, August 28th in Houston, where the first two games will be played, then three in Philly, and then the final two games, if necessary, back in Houston. And I do think they will be necessary. This is the World Series betting preview. The World Series is set between the Houston Astros and the Philadelphia Phillies. Both teams have had incredible seasons, but completely different paths to get here. Before we make a case for each team to win it, let's talk about what it took for both teams to get here. Following each case will be my pick to win it all, as as well as who I think will win the World Series MVP. The Houston Astros were supposed to be here. Houston opened as a minus 140 favorite to win their division, the lowest odds to come out of the American League at plus 450, and had the second best odds plus 900 to take home the commissioner's trophy. Is it naive to say their road was easy? The Astros lost Carlos Correa to the Twins in the offseason, left with a hole at shortstop. Correa was one of the team's leaders, and he was coming off a platinum glove, along with the best offensive season to date. He expected big money in the free agent market, but the Astros weren't willing to match those high offers. At the time, it seemed as if the Astros appeared weaker than in previous years. The Astros trotted out rookie shortstop Jeremy Pena instead. Pena is a University of Maine product that has always been seen as a glove-first infielder. He was expected to fill the hole with defense, but nobody expected the offense to be there this early. He was fine in the first month, putting up a 763 OPS with four home runs, but once he settled in, he never looked back. He put up an 872 OPS in May and solidified the shortstop position for the Astros moving forward. The only predicted weakness of the Astros wasn't such a weak spot anymore. The kid even won the ALCS MVP. The pitching was never a question, even though Lance McCullers Jr. didn't return until August. The rotation was even better than most expected. Justin Verlander put up a Cy Young season. Framber Valdez set a record for quality starts. Christian Avier seamlessly transitioned from the bullpen and, and performed as one of the best pitchers in the American League. Luis Garcia was the same old stud he was last year, and even Jose Arquiti filled a back-end role, putting up a 3.94 ERA. The bullpen is what sealed the deal for the Astros. They were elite from the jump, putting up the best bullpen ERA in the game at 2.80 behind Ryan Stanek and Ryan Presley. The defense was elite, putting up the fifth most defensive runs saved and the second most outs above average to give them the fourth highest defensive war. The Astros were a bit quieter than other contenders, only making three moves at the trade deadline. They traded for Trey Mancini, Christian Vasquez, and Will Smith in the bullpen. They could have made bigger splashes, but they didn't need to. The Astros were the class of the American League, winning 106 games with a plus 219 run differential. They swept the Mariners in a close 
Series and dismantled the Yankees. They won seven straight games to get here. They were strong on every front and now are the prohibitive favorites to win the World Series at minus 185. The Phillies have the momentum, but they were not supposed to be here. The Phillies open at plus 325 underdogs to win the NL East, the third best odds among five teams in their division. They had the same odds, plus 3,000 to win the World Series as the Los Angeles Angels, who were tied for 14th among all teams. This team was projected as a fringe wildcard team. If everything went right, they could challenge for the top wildcard spot. Now they find themselves as the only team left in the National League. The Phillies had a big offseason that was slightly questionable at the time. They doubled down on the lack of defense, signing Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos to multi-year deals. They added veterans to the bullpen like Brad Hand, Corey Kniebel, and Jerry's Familia. While they all contributed in some way in the regular season, none have made much of an impact in the postseason. Early season predictions for this team were mild. Everybody knew they'd hit, and they had two horses at the front of the rotation. Most people, including myself, didn't think it would be enough to make a true impact over 162 games with their perceived weakness in the bullpen coupled with one of the worst defensive teams in the game. I assume they are laughing at those predictions now. The Phillies got off to a rough start, and questions about the manager became louder and louder. After a 22-29 start, Philadelphia needed a change. They relieved manager Joe Girardi of his duties and named Rob Thompson the interim manager. They proceeded to go 65-46 and with Thompson at the helm and with some deadline acquisitions to keep this team rolling. General manager Dave Dombrowski saw a window and attacked. He dealt former number one pick Mickey Moniak for Noah Syndergaard and traded top catching prospect Logan O'Hoppy for much-needed defense in Brandon Marsh. He added veteran reliever David Robertson to shore up the bullpen. He had holes to fill and he did just that. This team hit all year, landing in the top 10 of pretty much every offensive metric that you can find. They did it even without Bryce Harper for a while. The bullpen wasn't great, but the back end was fantastic. The emergence of Sir Anthony Dominguez was enormous, and Jose Alvarado became the left-handed flamethrower they desperately needed. Aaron Nola became ace-like. Zach Wheeler returned and dominated, and Ranger Suarez became that solid three-starter. The back end was an issue, but they, all they needed to do was make the playoffs. They took down the Cardinals in the wild card. They upset the 2021 champion Braves. And then they took down the Red Hot Padres in five games. This team has an incredible amount of momentum, but are still the underdog to win the series at plus 165. Let's go over some stats from the regular season. Uh, just to give you kind of a preview of where these teams lined up in the regular season. On offense, Astros ranked 6th in F4, 6th in WRC+, 7th in WOBA, 4th in home runs, and fourth in ISO. On the starting pitching, they rank second in FIP, seventh in XFIP, first in FWAR, fifth in K minus BB percentage, which is strikeouts minus your walk percentage at 17.8%, and they finished fifth in Sierra, which is Skill Interactive ERA. In the bullpen, they finished first in FIP, first in XFIP, third in Sierra, third in K minus BB percentage, and tied for second in FWAR. On defense, they finished fourth in defensive war, second in outs above average, fourth in UZR by 150, and fifth in defensive runs saved. And on the base pass, 23rd in BSR, which is a base running stat on fan graphs, and they finished 16th in stolen bases. How can the Astros lose? They have zero weaknesses, except maybe base running. They haven't lost a game in the playoffs for a reason. Even if they are down, they have the firepower to come back 
as we saw against the Mariners. From top to bottom, they have no holes in their lineup. The top of the lineup is incredible with Jose Altuve, Jeremy Pena, Jordan Alvarez, Alex Bregman, and Kyle Tucker at the front. The bottom of the lineup is even producing a red-hot Yuli Gurriel along with Chas McCormick and Martin Maldonado. The lack of offense at the bottom could hurt them, but they make up for it with elite defensive play. Neither is struggling at the plate as McCormick is rocking an 898 OPS and Maldonado is getting on base at a 353 clip in the postseason. They could throw an ace-level starter in every game. Justin Verlander need no, needs no introduction, and Framber Valdez continues to prove why he's one of the best left-handed pitchers in baseball. Christian Javier almost threw a no-hitter against the Yankees in the ALCS, and McCullers threw a seven-inning shutout against the Mariners. Overall, they have a 1.88 ERA as a staff this postseason compared to the Phillies at 3.06. Hunter Brown and Luis Garcia will act as swingmen, which leads to the best bullpen unit in the game. From top to bottom, they have the best roster backed by one of the best managers in baseball, Dusty Baker. This might be the best Astros team of the 21st century, and this will be their fourth World Series appearance in six years. Here are the stats for the Phillies. On offense, they ranked 11th in F4, 10th in WRC+, 8th in WOBA, 6th in home runs, and 6th in ISO. Starting pitching, they ranked 5th in F in FIP, 4th in XFIP, 1st in F4, 2nd in F4, excuse me, 7th in K-BB percentage, and 6th in Sierra. In the bullpen, they ranked 12th in FIP, 19th in XFIP, tied for 17th in Sierra, 16th in K-BB percentage, and 9th in F4. On defense, they ranked 25th in defensive war, 29th in outs above average, 21st in UZR by 150, and 25th in defensive runs saved. On the base pass, they were 6th in BSR and 5th in stolen bases. Building a statistical argument for the Phillies over the Astros won't cut it, but how do you quantify momentum? The Phillies weren't statistically better than the Braves either, but they seem to do just fine. The Phillies' regular season stats also don't tell a full story. They had an injured Bryce Harper for a solid chunk of the year. Zach Wheeler didn't pitch the entire season. The bullpen was a lot better in the second half. The defense has never been great, but the addition of Brandon Marsh and the emergence of Bryson Stott has certainly helped. Alec Bohm is improving at third base, and they have one of, if not the, best defensive catcher in baseball. The starting pitching stats are especially scary. In a World Series format, we likely won't see Kyle Gibson, Noah Syndergaard, or Bailey Falter. If we do, it'll be in very short stints. Wheeler, Nolan, Suarez will get most of the starts, and they easily stack up against the Astros. They might even be better. The bullpen could give the Phillies issues if the starters don't perform. With that said, the back end of the bullpen during the playoffs has been perfectly fine. Sir Anthony Dominguez and Jose Alvarado have been dominant, as has Zach Eflin. David Robertson also has a 2-4-5 ERA in the playoffs as well. The Phillies are slightly worse on offense in the regular season, but not by much. The Phillies also lead the Astros in most categories during the playoffs. They have a higher batting average, more home runs, hits, RBIs, and stolen bases. The top of the lineup is firing on all cylinders. Bryce Harper is the best hitter in the postseason, and Reese Hoskins is tied for the lead in home runs with his teammate. While the Astros are undefeated in the postseason, they haven't experienced playing in Citizens Bank Park, where the Phillies are a perfect 5-0. If Nolan Wheeler can win in Houston, this team can win it all. So you've heard a case for why the Astros can win, You've heard a case why the Phillies can win. You've heard all the regular season stats. So here's my pick. This is really tough. I went in thinking the Astros have all the advantages and they should come out winning easily. The more I think about each game and each matchup, the Phillies have an excellent shot at pulling the upset. I think the Phillies can steal one in Houston, making the series 1-1 before going back to Philadelphia. I see the Phillies taking at least one game, most likely two games at Citizens Bank Park, before going back to Houston. Now the series is completely up for grabs. If the Phillies can dominate at home, like they have, they have a real shot here. I do think the Astros' depth and experience will be tough to match. The Phillies need Wheeler and Nola to pitch lights out in multiple games, which is not a lot to ask from two of the best pitchers in the postseason, and they've been doing it this entire time. The key here will be the Phillies' back end holding the lead, and I think they can do just enough to push this to a decisive seventh game. 
I think Wheeler and Nola win three of their five starts, and the Phillies just need one more miracle. It's been a miracle season for them already. What's to say they can't finish the job? The Phillies will win the World Series in seven games. That is plus 600. Now, who will win the MVP? There's a lot of players here, and you can check out my full article on JustBaseball.com for a list of all of the odds. But my pick is Bryce Harper at plus 650. Who else? He's hitting 419 in the postseason with five home runs, 11 RBIs, and 18 hits, hits, which are all tied for first, tied for first or first in the playoffs. This is his team, and he will lead them to their first championship since 2008. A sleeper pick. Aaron Nola at plus 1,200. Winning the MVP as a pitcher can be done. Steven Strasburg won the World Series MVP back in 2019 with the Nationals. Madison Bumgarner won it in 2014 with the Giants. Nola is pitching as well as any pitcher alive right now, and he will be starting Game 1 as reported. He'll likely have to make three starts in the postseason, and if he wins all three, he could be the very reason the Phillies win it all. So the picks, Phillies series price, Phillies series price plus 165 for a half unit. Phillies to win in seven plus 600 at 0.2 units, Bryce Harper to win MVP at 0.15 units, and Aaron Nola to win the MVP at 0.1 units. That'll do it for this episode of Not Gambling Advice. Please check out my article on JustBaseball.com for a little bit more information. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. Make sure to use code just Gridiron or code just Baseball when you download prize picks. Of course, we'll be playing plenty of player props. We'll have picks for all the games, so stay tuned as well as use code October15 while the promotion lasts on Just Baseball merch. Get 15% off Just Baseball merch. But we have to remember, even though you just heard who I think will win the World Series, it is not gambling advice.